you could change any choices you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Holographist Coach, Christine McIver. Woohoo! Welcome, 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 everyone, to, yes, the Inspired Choices Radio Show. Wow. <laughs> From week to week, the changes that are happening in the world, how are you all doing with all of it? I'll tell you, it sure is keeping us on our toes, isn't it? <laughs> So tonight, we have the second in our series of The Daring Shows. So three weeks ago, I believe it was, my wonderful guest, Karen Leslie, joined me, and we talked about daring to walk away. And we've really just been playing with this uh, whole conversation and what asked to be spoken about today with Karen again is daring to walk away from who I believed I was. So this might be a show that inspires you or has you actually walk away from listening to it. Um, I'm not really sure what's going to be created tonight, but what I do know is it's a conversation that is asking to be spoken to and clients are actually being, you know, I know a number of coaches and a number of uh, consultants out there who are challenging their clients to really look at who they're being. And um, responsibility is turned up right now. And I'm wondering how much we can actually change in the world with this conversation. I'm truly, truly looking forward to it. So daring to walk away from who I believed I was. Who do I believe I am? And is that really true? Who do I desire to be? And can I walk away from who I have been? What will happen to my life if I walk away? If you are unsatisfied with your life and would like and you would be willing to ask some questions and some some really tough questions, it might be starting to change some of this. Do you honestly know that something is asking for a change and now you're ready to step up and make it. Maybe some of you know that something's being pulled. So tonight, Karen and I are going to challenge you and inspire you and, as usual, possibly trigger you forward into your desires. So let me just tell you about my wonderful guest, Karen Leslie. She is a facilitator of change, a healer, an energy worker, a speaker, a coach, an amazing friend, a fabulous support person. She contributes and enjoys contributing to many people to step into the areas of their life that they have been cutting themselves off from. Karen has a strong belief that everything we do to ourselves from the neck up will help everything from the neck down. I swear to God, I love that every time I read it. Her journey to healing her own depression, anxiety, and suicidal tendencies and more has contributed to a life that now is filled with excitement and new adventures. Each day now offers new possibilities that could not even be imagined before for Karen. You can connect with her at karenlesley.ca. Welcome to the show, Karen. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. It's nice to be back. <laughs> I think. I don't know 
know. We'll see where this one goes. <laughs> well, you just never know, right? We, we truly do. Uh, we truly do allow ourselves to follow the conversation wherever it's going to lead. So we we do not pre-plan these conversations. <laughs> oh no, we do not. So uh, is that like a not a buyer beware, but a listener beware? <laughs> Very good, Karen. You're catching on big time, girlfriend. <laughs> Karen, is this your second time on the radio? Yes, second time. And you already know that. <laughs> Listener, beware. I like it. <laughs> so, Karen, after our last show uh, on the Daring to Walk Away, what actually, did anything change for you? Were you noticing anything? Were you noticing anything with your clients? Yes, actually, it was really surprising because, to be honest, I didn't expect to notice much. Um, silly me. So <laughs> I was recognizing so many places where I had been stuck. And I thought I had actually sort of walked away from more than I had. And that gave me pause to think. And then I started having more clients that were were feeling stuck and and thinking they didn't have choice anymore, like this is just the way it is, mm. and felt they couldn't find courage to do anything. They were just too beaten down. Right. And I, I was finding for myself that I had recognized that I was being way too comfortable being unhappy. Mm. I was okay with what was familiar, like familiar yes. with comfortable, even if I didn't like it. And the thought of stepping into something that was uncomfortable to create something that I knew would be better and happier for myself, mm-hmm. that took bearing. That took me basically picking me up by my bootstraps and saying, okay, no more being comfortable with what is not making me happy. That's really good. And that's, that's pretty tough to, to pull your own bootstraps up on that one. Well, I had a couple of friends like you and a few people helping me too. So, you know. <laughs> well, that's good. But ultimately, it is your, you got to do the work. You're the one it's, that wakes up with you and goes to bed with you. You're the one that has to do that work. Yeah. Like it was, it really was up to me. Like I have the final say and choice in it all. And I do ask literally every morning, okay, who am I today? And I don't answer it. I just let that kind of swirl around me for a little while and things. And that was really key in me recognizing that I was okay actually just sort of staying similar. Mm-hmm. And I would use similar thinking, oh, well, then there is a change. But really there uh, wasn't. I like that. I le- okay, so the differentiation you were making was uh, not what's familiar, but what's similar. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I want to go yeah. back to a point that you said um, with your clients and maybe with you as well when you said that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. There's a fabulous book. My current read is called, the book is called The Soul of Money, Transforming Your Relationship with Money and Life. And this author is phenomenal. She has nothing to do with finances. She has nothing to, you know what I mean? This is not her profession at all. She is actually, uh, she set out to actually change world hunger. And in doing so, she has seen ex- 
extreme poverty. I don't even want to talk about how the stories that she's put in this in this book about the extreme poverty. And she's seen extreme wealth. She's seen both ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating is she's finding they all have the same types of limitations, whether they have extreme wealth or extreme poverty, which you, it's a good read. But she talks about, I'm in the... Uh, I'm in the chapter called Scarcity, the Great Lie. And she's, she speaks to that there is three myths of scarcity. The first myth is there's not enough. The second myth is more is better. And the third myth is that's just the way it is. <sighs> and it is the most fabulous, fabulous chapter. I I just want to read a little bit to you because I think that this will actually point to some of the things we're going to talk about. Um, The third toxic myth is that there's that's just the way it is and there's no way out. There's not enough to go around. More is definitely better. And the people who have more are always people who are other than us. It's not fair, but we better play the game because that's just the way it is. And it is hopeless helpless, unequal, unfair world where you never get out of this trap. And she goes on to explain how deeply ingrained that is in our society, in all walks of life. It's ab- It was gobsmacking. And that just that piece about the myth of um, it's just the way it is was only two pages long. And I, I tell you, I want to read it several, several times, but when we are in our lives and we are really unhappy and we don't have the answers to chaos that might be repeating, how easy is it for us to say, that's the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's the way it's always been. And super and, easy. And you, but, sorry, when you said we better play the game, yeah, that was, that was like being hit in the gut. Right. It's a game. Yeah. Right? And and so if if we have bought into this, that's just the way it is, why even fucking bother? Yeah. Why bother? Why bother to expand ourselves and reach for anything else? And so the uncomfortable that you were also referring to becomes our, our our normal state of being. Right? It, yes. it, it, yeah. So we no longer experience that we are in a very uncomfortable state of being. Like, it's kind of like, I liken this to, have you ever hurt your body, your neck, or an elbow, or anything like that, Karen, that you had for years and years and years? Oh, yeah. Right? So have you ever, did you ever have the, um, some healing or some relief come to that years later that shocked you, how, how uh, healing that was? Most of my body today, actually, yes. Wow. Okay, so for all the listeners out there, if you've ever had, and I liken it to going to a chiropractor or going to, um, you know, someone that does body work, and you don't even know that your your back or your neck or your ankles or whatever 
you don't even know that they are in pain because that is the way you've been operating for so long. That becomes your new norm. And then when it actually is adjusted and it is in alignment and you have this magnificent relief, I remember going, oh my God, I didn't realize how bad that really, really was. Our bodies are amazing at adapting and that's not always a benefit. (laughs) Good point. So I wonder how much we have actually replicated that ability to adapt with our states of being, with our lives. Oh, I think you're you're totally correct with that. I think that that's become a, a, a capacity that we've never even really recognized. And we do it so well. Okay, so we really have to start looking at that piece, right? Mm-hmm. Have... So here's the one of the very first questions I really want to invite everybody to, to ask. Have I adapted to my surroundings, to my life, to my state of being? Are we fitting ourselves into the state of being in this reality, in our reality? Or are we actually willing to kind of step out of there and br- recreate, walk away from that, (laughs) walk away from the shit, and recreate what we desire. I would say there is. There's a lot of people that are actually really comfortable with staying where they have adapted to because it's comfortable. And And there's such a desire to not be wrong or to be viewed as being right. So when we make that state of comfort something that we now actually start to enjoy and recognize, then we start to view it as being right for us. Mm-hmm. And then people and around us start to view that as being right because that's how you are. And so to challenge yourself to be able to step out and be, possibly be wrong for doing that, which is where a lot of what I'm doing that's hard. Wow, we're getting deep really fast. <laughs> this is a sorry conversation. No, no stories at all. I'm just, I can just perceive listeners out there going, okay, where did they go? Which way did they go? All right, we just kind of laid a lot at everybody's feet. It's time for our first break of the show. So everybody, stay with us. Be, be willing to challenge yourself to be present with this conversation. Be willing to challenge yourself in order to choose something that will create more joy. Even if you you believe you're in joy, be willing to challenge yourself to be in even more joy. All right? We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Inspired Choices on the Inspired Choices Network with myself, Christina Kiver, and my wonderful guest, Karen Leslie. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. 
Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Yes, you are listening to Christine and Karen tonight. Karen Leslie is joining me for our second show in the Daring series. Tonight, we're talking about daring to walk away from who I believed I was. And you know what was what was popping for me during the commercial break is the, the idea of really looking at who we believe we are and and really what do we desire to be and how do we get from A to B. So if you're someone who believes you are, I mean, let's take something simple, believe that you are destined to be an accountant and you're good at being an accountant, and yet you have this desire to be, I don't know, a skydiver who rescues people in third world countries. How do you move from that being known as a great accountant to doing that other life-inspiring job? What are your thoughts, Karen? Great question. And... The what's first thing that's coming to my mind is, can you trust you? Mm. Because if you, I'm finding if I can trust me to know that the next step I'm going to take is the correct one for me, that's a little easier to do. So the more I, I trust myself, the less I'm worried about being wrong and the less I'm worried about making a wrong choice. And then I also trust that if that choice isn't going to really work out, that it's okay, I can make another one. Like, don't panic. Right. I really like that piece about trust. Can I trust me? Because so, I never felt I could trust me, so that's where that's why that's because, pushing. Because, because now you I would think make messed up... Sorry. Well, maybe. I, I, well, to be honest, I never actually made a choice. 
Like, so I don't know if I would have messed up because I never ventured out. So I don't have anything that came back at me and said, ah, see, told ya. It was I just never believed I could trust me enough to try. And now and did, I do believe. When did you? When did that begin to change for you? Literally in the last two years tops, last year, more likely. And what was the catalyst to begin that change? Did you get to a no-choice situation? In the, for myself, yes, in that I just thought, okay, what little things I'm doing are not making a difference that's enough for me to actually say I'm happy, and that's my goal. So what do I have to do? And it came down to it, to me, like I had to try and figure out how to trust me. Because nobody else could do it for me, even though I would have loved you all to have done it for me. <laughs> Here's the potion. Just drink this, Karen. It'll be all good. Thank you. I'll order a gallon. <laughs> Does it come in? Do I get a discount for ordering the barrel size? Um, <laughs> you know, how many of us, how many of us, raise your hands. How many of us have really said, gee, I wish somebody would just make this choice because we're so worried about making the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. And I can remember saying, I just wish somebody else would make these choices. And we're so, I think that there's a lot of us locked into making the right choices. And what I, what I have come to learn, and I am not 100% proficient at this, let me just tell, say this. I'm not going to come off like I'm a know-it-all. But what I have really come to know is that in order for us to make the quote-unquote right choice, we have to make choices. And, and we're not going to know if that choice fits for us at that time until we, we're in it, until we make that choice and we're experiencing it. We don't know how these choices will fit into our lives. We imagine, we presume. And so if, okay, this is just all coming through my head right at the moment. If we made one of these, oh my God, I hope this is the right choice, choice. And it turned out that today, let's say two years, five years, 20 years later, it's like, Oh, damn, I wish I hadn't made that choice, right? You're at that place. Are you willing to make a new choice? Are you willing, do you dare to walk away from that choice, from who you believed you were to be who you desire to be today? Yeah, excellent. When I made the choice that suicide was never going to be an option. And then I had to look at, okay, so who did I believe I was and who would I like to be because who I believed I was obviously wasn't working for me. Then to have the confidence to make a choice to try something new was terrifying. And when a situation would come up where I would, that would make me feel any, give, throw an emotion, doesn't matter, gang, that I'd want to retreat and go back into suicidal thoughts, 
that door was closed. So then it was like, oh, darn, like, what do I do? <laughs> like, I'm the only one here. Like, how do I look to see who I could possibly be when I look behind and I think, I don't want to be her anymore, but I don't know who she is yet. How do I trust this? And it was just literally, right? It's just, like you said, it's making a choice, trying it out, and if it didn't quite work, okay, I'll make a different one. And it was tiny choices, nothing big, nothing earth-shattering. That was too scary. But, you know, when you you say, okay, so... You dipped your toe in. You didn't jump all the way in with both feet. Correct. Yes. So I'm yeah. wondering, Karen, I'm wondering, Karen, what is the cost we are all paying for getting comfortable in the insanity of our lives where we're not daring to walk away from who we thought we were? What is the cost? What was the cost for, for you? For me, the cost was, well, not being happy, not having something to look forward to. Like, I felt like a robot. I just went through my days, and sure, I might smile, and sure, I might kind of have a little giggle or something, but nothing touched me inside. Mm. You just become a good actor or actress, right? Like, like I asked my husband, I said, okay, so what do you see? Like, what's changed? Because now I'm, I'm wanting to know what others are seeing in me. And one of the things he said, he said, you laugh now. And I never mm. laughed before. And I thought, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. He said, you're willing to actually take a bit of risk. And I thought, wow, yeah, that is so not who I was. That is so cool. That is so cool that that he was able to recognize that you and you were willing to, to ask the question. Yeah, I was really curious. And he said, the last six months have been so different. Like just recently, the last six months? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. So, you know, how much of of our lives have we pre-planned, Karen? How much of our lives have been pre-planned by others, pre-planned by us, pre-planned by our teachers, pre-planned by our colleges, pre-planned by our friends' choices, pre-planned by our community, our religion, like really pre-planned to the point that we turn around one day, and I know I've heard other people say this, they turn around and they don't recognize who they are. Yeah, we get lost in it all because it's, I mean, it's almost like robotic because we just follow the steps that are laid out in front of us. And I think a lot of it is because we don't want to appear to be wrong. We just have this crazy need to be right. And and all of those institutions you just mentioned reinforce being right. The correct behavior. Ah. Okay, so back to the right again. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) So how many people are looking not for joy, but are actually looking for the right answer? Majority, I think. Yeah. Like, how crazy is this? That we're looking for, we're, we're seeking the right answer. Not the joy answer. 
not the yeah. happiness answer. And and here's the thing, guys. I really want you guys to get this, and I've said this to so many of my clients, is your desires are going to continuously grow. Do you remember, Karen, when I did the 100 Days of Up Your Ask? Sure do. <laughs> and I, I know I said this a number of times during that program, is as you put your desires out and and you create the reality of those desires, your desires are going to grow. And, you know, that used to frustrate the hell out of me because <laughs> people are going to laugh. <laughs> and I know Melissa is going to go, yep, that's Christine. I'm a person that I like to to do something and I like it to be finished. <laughs> no. I like to be able to check the boxes and go, okay, that's complete and I never need to look at that again and be done with it, right? And unfortunately or fortunately, <laughs> whichever way you want to look at it, that's not it the way it is with our desires. You're never going to be done. You are never going to be done with having more desires. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't celebrate big time as you achieve desires. But I know for me, when I understood this on a, such a bigger level, it was like, okay, cool. It's like... If you enjoy, you know, if you're a real real foodie person and you enjoy trying new foods, right, of course you're going to be one of those people that seek for, like, what else, what else, right? And it's this, this exciting desire to, to reach for more. When we can see this is part of our own experience of living, you're never going to get to the right choice. Yep. It's never going to happen. Nope. I don't know how it could. <laughs> um, I like I like what Malitz is saying in the chat room. Uh, personal growth doesn't have any boxes to check, but it that does make me a little sad. Would... <laughs> <laughs> she says, "But a checklist of them would be really comical." Okay, we could create one. <laughs> All right, Malitz, you get started. <laughs> I like oh, checking off boxes going. too. <laughs> well, you know, accomplishment and feeling accomplished is is a, an emotion, is an experience that is important to the human experience. It is. Yes. But like Melitza says, it's not part of personal growth. We we really do need to recognize um, where the checkboxes in our lives can be a, a contribution and where expecting them can actually go against us. Valid point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. We are up to our second break of the show. Wow, this is going quickly. <laughs> you are listening to my guest, Karen Leslie, and myself, Christine McIver, here on the Inspired Choices radio show on the Inspired Choices Network. Wherever you're listening, this is our home base. We would love to hear from you. You can certainly call in um, to our show. You can join us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Uh, join us in the chat room. You'll see the telephone numbers listed there. If you are listening and you just want to call in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. You can also Skype Inspired Choices Network. We would love to hear your comments, your questions, any input. Tell us about your experience. You know, this this is the platform where we invite voices to speak up because 
We all discover more when we're all bringing our thoughts to the world. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be back right after this commercial break. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with Holographist Coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Holographist Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. All right. Yay, we're back. You're listening to Karen Leslie, Christine McIver, and we're talking about daring. Daring, daring, daring. We're in the daring series today. Is daring to walk away from who I believed I was. So that really, you know, I just want to go back to this first point is, the very first question that we said is, who do I believe I am? And is that really true? I think that, Karen, when when people are beginning to ask this question and look at this, that really needs to be the first place that they need to start doing some mining, is who do I believe I am? I would completely agree. And I was shocked when I started to think about it because I actually didn't have an answer. Right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's like I, yeah, like I, I didn't know because I was so out of touch with me and life that I, okay, you could go to, okay, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, but who Karen is or was, like, I didn't know what words to say. Right. And And so, you know, most of us will start with, it's kind of like that thing, you know, Karen, when you... You go to a networking event. Hi, I'm Christine. Like when everybody says, oh, what do you do? I'm always kind of stumbling over my mouth to explain what it is that I do. And even though I do a lot of things, I don't know what that is. I, I, and I know I'm not unusual in that area. But when we are looking at who we are, 
what we mostly do is we look at what we do, not who we are. Yeah. If if you ask, I remember in my coaching training, we, we went into this for hours. I was like, okay, all right, ready. But it really was very valuable. We had to learn to communicate who we were without using our first name <laughs> and without speaking to what we do. Wow. Try to do that. Challenge. Right? Yeah. Because I am Christine. No, I'm not Christine. Christine is my name. Right. Right? I am mm-hmm. a passionate woman. I am a woman who likes to provoke. <laughs> I am a woman who likes to invite people to speak for people to bring their voice to the world. Okay? So if I just said those three statements, does that give you a different or maybe a tweaked version of who I am compared to what I I do for a living, Karen? Yeah, there's a difference. There really is. I get a sense of, wow, I'm losing the words, but it just like, I get more of the meaning of you. Does that make sense? Right, like the energy of me. Yeah, yes, versus other labels that we just come to take it, you know, accept. Right. And, but yeah, and the energy. I think when we, I think when we describe it in this way, when we just we when we challenge ourselves to describe ourselves in this way, even just to us, we get to the heart, the soul of us. Yes, yeah. And I was actually afraid to look at that. Because? I have always had this fear, for as long as I can remember, that if I truly saw Karen and let Karen out, she would be too much, too big. She she would hurt others. She would blow things up. Like, it would, I would just be, mm. I couldn't. People couldn't tolerate to be with me. I would just be too much. And that was so fearful to be seen as being too much because I it was just so important that I stay perfect and pure and in my spot. Hmm. And who were you following on that demand? Well, that was definitely my parents' demand. So they were at the effect of other people's belief systems and mm-hmm. and all of the institutions around us. But we've come to a time and place where we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if we are not operating from that space of happiness, what is going to bring me happiness. We know today, scientifically, we know that it will impact our health. It will impact our finances. It will impact our relationships. It will impact every single area of our lives. And if we are unhappy, unhealthy, and broke, it impacts all of those around us, which grows to our bigger community and our countries and so on. I, I would 
think that the majority of people or a very vast majority of people are getting this message loud and clear and starting to look at that. Many aren't haven't taken action yet, but I know that they're starting to look at this. Now, at this time in space, we've got a lot of fear flying through the world, which is so fascinating to me. It's like I would just want to sit down with a bowl of popcorn and watch the crazy. And people, you don't need to reach out and get angry at me. Um, I, I, I honestly care for the world and for people's health and for people's, you know, to be able to live if they choose to live. But that that people aren't asking the bigger questions around what's actually occurring and that people are so easily brought into fear. Come on, people, we're in the 21st century. Ask some damn questions. For God's sakes, you're not cattle anymore. You don't need to just line up and follow the masses. It's just it, that, that to me, <laughs> I should do a show on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that alone. But but it but you know what I, I mean we think go this, ahead what we think this way Christine like we think that we have all this information but we're actually being proved right now that that's not the case we still have that herd mentality that mob mentality we're still so easily directed by anyone that we may give even a glimmer of respect authority knowledge or wisdom mm-hmm. to and we mm-hmm. we don't think for ourselves. No, we don't think for ourselves. Now, this is not to say, and I, I, I'm going to speak on Karen's behalf because I believe that this is likely, and you can certainly disagree with me if this is not true for you. This is not to negate that there are professionals out there and you should definitely get their input. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that you don't check and see if that is true for you. Do some investigation. We are living at a time and space where information, top quality information from scientists, from the best doctors in the world, from the best researchers in the world, is available to us at our fingertips. Check it out. You know, if you were a researcher, you would take in more than one piece of data. Yeah, and I just I think a lot of that just gets lost in all of the other conversations. And it's unfortunate because those that really have a lot to contribute, they're not getting heard as clearly. And so, yeah, so people check it out. Look for the information. It's there. There's These people are desperate to get the accurate information out to us. Sure. And so when, when we're looking at this whole idea of daring, daring to, you know, walk away from who I believed I was, are you willing to put your joy, and your happiness at the top of your checklist? Are you willing to challenge yourself? For me, for the first time ever. <laughs> awesome. And are you willing to to say, you know what, that's who I was, and now I'm choosing something new, something exciting? You know, um, it's uh, this was a cool thing that my mom said one time. Um, I have some relatives. They they like doing the same, same, same. And I'm not a same, same, same girl. And there's nothing wrong with same, same. If that makes you happy, if you're joyful, choose it till the cows come home. That's not that's not me. And so I have moved a number of times in my life, Karen. 
And, you know, if people know me well, they'll laugh and they'll be, people often will ask me, where are you living now? <laughs> and my mother, who is a 96-year-old woman who did same, same, same her whole life, when one of my siblings asked her, can she just not get one place and stay put? <laughs> <laughs> my mother said, and I love this, Christine is not going to stay anywhere. She's not happy. And oh, I, when my mother told me that, I just looked at this woman and thought, one, wow, what a fabulous answer. <laughs> Two, yeah. you really see me, and I didn't even get that. Like, I didn't even, <laughs> you know what, that was probably in the subconscious of me, but not in the conscious of me. And what a fabulous way to choose to be in your life. I love what that. would Can the I world that? be Can like? I... <laughs> yes, please, 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 everybody, please borrow it. What would your life be like if you chose not to stay anywhere you were unhappy? If we, and this is funny because it was last week, we actually, I had a show and the topic was, is, ha is happy in pursuit attainable? And that one's still kind of, it's still there in, the, in my mind thinking about, you know, being happy in pursuit, not pursuit of happiness, but being happy while you're in pursuit, right? Mm -hmm. So here we are again talking about the same thing. Would you be willing to put happy above everything else? And would you be willing to look at every choice you made and love that choice? Right? Like when I look at all of the homes I've ever lived in, Karen, I could sit and talk to you about every home I could go through in my mind since I was a 19-year-old young lady and I left my parents' home in little four-corner, don't blink, Kinkora. <laughs> um, I, can, I, I can tell you about every home I lived in and I can tell you the thing that I liked about every one of those homes. And I've lived in 35 homes since I left when I was 19. Oh, my God. I remember... I remember the one place had the ceiling, the the, the the walls must have been 20 feet high. They must have been 20 feet high. I remember that one place. It was like, oh, my gosh. And then this other place when I had my son, and it was a one-bedroom, so we had to be in the room together. And and he was in bunk beds, and I was in a double bed beside him, and that was a really big room. But we just had this one old sliding wooden door. And... I would put him to bed and I would tiptoe out and I could just get that door just shut to the point that it wouldn't wake him up. But every night when I would try to tiptoe in, that door would squeak and I would wake him up. <laughs> but, but, but I love the big wooden door. Like I can go through and tell you all the things that I loved and, and I loved them until it was time to love something new. Oh, I love that. What you just said, that I loved them until it was time to love something new. What a lovely way to look at life day to day. Right. That fits so, so well into, into choice. Right. So would you be willing, would you dare to walk towards the person you desire to be? 
would you dare yes. to walk towards the person you desire to be? Yes. Oh, it just feels, doesn't, can you feel the energy on that? Yep, great. There's so many amazing things in the world that are available to us, my friends. Be willing to challenge yourself. Be willing to look at all of it, just like you did, Karen. And start to, and you know, it does not matter your age. I, I really want to send this home because so many people, are they go back to that whole thing, well, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. It's like, no. If you're going to live another year, imagine if you are 20, 30, 40, 50% happier in that last year of your life than you've ever been in your 95 years before this. Wouldn't it be worth it? I should think so. <laughs> so, Karen, tell all of our listeners what's going on over at Karen Leslie Company. Company? Ooh, that sounds so official. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> well, this whole daring and looking at me has, um, has I've got a, a one-day workshop that's in the process of being put together, and it is, it's going to be Daring to Be You Empowerment um, mm. Workshop. And it's going to be later in April. I don't have a date yet. It, this literally just came through on Monday, and my mind is just going crazy with all different kinds of ideas. It'd be, yeah. So that's the next thing that's exciting for me and hopefully exciting to share with other people as well. I think that's fabulous. I think that's absolutely fabulous. We we really do have to dare ourselves into a lot of our choices moving forward, don't we? A lot more than I ever believed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we we really have um I think a lot of people are paralyzed into the same the same same same. Do the same thing, the same energy, you know, be with the same situations you know and and i love adventures and i love having um I, I i i don't necessarily have a bucket list although i did say i love lists i don't necessarily have a bucket list but i do have things that i absolutely want to experience in my life and i love new adventures i love traveling to new places and having the opportunity to experience something new. And a lot of the times, we have to dare ourselves into doing that, dare ourselves even to reaching for it. It sounds silly, but it's so true. I'm just getting that whole concept of daring myself into doing the next step and to doing something that would make me happy. And I used to think that that was made me a little anxious or maybe sometimes very anxious. Now I recognize that energy is actually, it's excitement. And sometimes I don't even know what mm-hmm. to do with it because it's such a foreign concept to me to be excited for something for the future. It's very cool now. That is very, very cool. And, you know, if you perceive that you are nervous and scared about daring yourself into trying something new, daring yourself into being who you never thought you would choose to be. Think of it like 
the first time you actually got behind the wheel of a motor vehicle. How comfortable were you with that? And yet you really wanted to learn how to drive. Like really, really, really wanted to learn how to drive. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I got in a car and um, I wasn't supposed to be in the car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We had a, a big lot across the road from our home, and my dad's really nice car was on that lawn, and I just wanted to drive it just a little bit. And it was a big lawn, and the trees were far away, and there was nobody around, and I dared get into that car. <laughs> and, you know, I pressed the gas, and it went far too fast, and then I had to hit the brakes. <laughs> well, you, you know what happened to the grass. <laughs> oh, no. But I didn't I didn't stop learning or having that desire to learn to drive. Nope. So my friends, wherever you are in your life, in your desires, if you are unhappy in any area of your life, would you dare yourself forward into joy? Would you dare yourself into joy, into happiness? Well, Karen, I am so thrilled that you were here with us today. Again, if you would like to connect with Karen and learn more about her daring um, course that she's going to be putting on and all of the amazing healing work that she does, you can connect with her at karenlesley.ca. You can also connect with her on Instagram and on Facebook, on LinkedIn. You just type in Karen Leslie. That's K-A-R-E-N-L-E-S-L-I-E dot C-A. If you would like to connect with me, you can do so, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca, or you can go to my website, inspiredchoices.ca. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, all over the place. And until next week, my friends, please, please, Start to ask yourself some of these questions. And remember, no matter what, you can always make another choice. Until next time. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then. Be willing to choose what you really desire. This is your life. Making the choices that bring you all that you...